Welcome everyone to another episode of the Millennial African Podcast. Today, we talk about colonization, a fabric of human civilization. From the age of exploration to the imperial expansions of the 19th century, various forms of colonization have left an indelible mark on nations and societies. But our discussion today isn't historical. David and I discuss a modern manifestation of colonization, economic colonization. We'll unravel the complexities surrounding current economic power dynamics, focusing particularly on China's role in this new form of colonization. In recent years, China has been making waves by extending financial assistance to countries in need, seemingly a benevolent gesture. These financial lifelines often come in the form of loans, raising questions about the motives behind China's generosity. Why are struggling nations accepting these loans and what are the implications for their sovereignty and the sovereignty of their nation's resources? We explore the motivations behind both the lenders and the borrowers. Are these loans a lifeline for struggling economies or do they represent a strategic move in a new era of global dominance? How can nations, particularly those with fewer resources, safeguard themselves from potential pitfalls associated with these financial agreements? Do enjoy this episode. Do we really think colonization is happening now? Hmm. Well, colonization in this most natural sense, of course, is not happening. Countries are independent, but we can think of colonization in a more modern sense, which is, you know, finding ways and means to still gain access and undue control over resources of our properties and on our I say resources I also include human resources as well and I think that to some degree we can say that that form of neocolonization or neocolonialism may be ongoing so it's a much of a better time if we call it economic colonization then yeah to some degree <laughs> interestingly it's the same time that Pope Francis, when he visited um, some countries in Africa this February, the same time he used, he gave a speech in the DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo, and he denounced economic colonialism that he says has been unleashed in Africa in the recent years. So definitely it is happening, not in the sense that it did, you know, uh, 500, 400 years ago, uh, and then 150 years ago where countries would come in with soldiers and force you to do whatever and take everything. But now it is happening and there is one particular culprit who has been blatantly doing it. And, you know, so when you Google this, one country comes up and it is China. Yeah. And everybody thinks that um, they are finding economic ways to colonize certain countries, right? And how are they doing this? There have been reports recently you know, in the last six, seven years of China giving out huge amounts of money to underdeveloped countries and developing countries as loans, when clearly there isn't a proper payback process that the countries have in place. Yep. So everybody would know that if you are loaning money to a friend or somebody, you need to know that at least they have means of paying back. If you're getting a mortgage in the house, the bank will check to see that you have means of paying back. But if kind of China is giving countries money and without doing 
examining thoroughly how they're going to pay back it's a bit stinky and it's a bit it's a bit suspect right and that's what's been happening so they say china is you know doing economic colonization now uh some of the countries that um supposedly they've given a lot of money to and are struggling to pay back now it's pakistan kenya zambia laos mongolia and sri lanka and what happens and some of these countries have started defaulting right so they took the loans they built you know kenya used them to build railways um different countries use them from different things but as they are defaulting how is china responding one of the biggest examples is sri lanka where they coughed up so it's you know gave up a, a, a port so a port where they ship things in and out of the country is now controlled by china so a country independent country built a port <laughs> with loans from china and somehow now china owns a port in that country so it's a bit unusual for a different country to own a port in your country but that is what is happening right now why do you think david these countries are agreeing to these loans when you know they know that they might have to you know cut an arm or pay back with an arm that's a good question because it's a question i also ask myself and you know beyond these loans having higher rates count you mean interest yeah, rates interest rates that higher than most of the rates other countries would would loan out okay. another thing is that the terms of these agreements are not made known to the public most of the, at the time of the agreement yes and that is what is baffling to me because that means that the representatives of the countries have a good understanding of the terms and still sign the contracts i wanted to attribute it to an urgent need of that particular country um, for that money for that infrastructural you know assistance but seeing some of the terms that have come out i don't know if the representatives are actually thinking about the welfare of the country or try, are trying to ruin it right and so my mind goes straight to an agent need that has to be met the the amounts to be fed yeah the the country needs money it's short termism on the part of politicians yes. you're right they need the funds uh they have been elected into power they want to show electorate that they are working and there isn't the country doesn't have the funds so then they sign these ridiculous agreements to get the money right away to build the infrastructure probably so that they get reelected again yes uh, as usual so they don't have the long term interest of the countries at heart and or maybe they are bullied or that's just an attempt to understand them they are bullied and or maybe blackmailed in deciding it but we <laughs> never really know what makes sense is that these this is short term approaches by politicians to impact so that the electorate will re-elect them that is what i think yeah that's you know that's so what's happening. they sign ridiculous contract loan contracts and even that know that if you know the payment period is 20 years they probably won't be in office by then so the next person exactly. has to do it they don't care <laughs> <laughs> because i think if if they were staying for longer they you know they they'll begin to think about the long term effects and you know that's that's just something that is inevitable they are in power for a short term and so for their government and the party that is in 
power, they will do what needs to be done for those years that they have been chosen to be in power. And yes, I don't know if I, I blame them. I mean, I think they can also think about the long term, especially if they want to stay in power but have a different leader, right? That means that maybe after the... Is it if it's a four-year, eight-year Yeah, yeah, political yeah. party still, yeah. And so political party still in power, yeah. It's it's a tough one, and you know, most of the, as I said, we don't get to hear it until there's we are near defaulting or something That's of that when sort. The details of the contract yeah. starts to come out. Yeah, and everybody starts to scream, right? And so I don't know. That that's one thing that the loans. Maybe generous, of course, and the interest rates are high. I just, I guess that's why people are trying to attribute some form of colonialism to that because the details are sketchy, especially when it has to do with the collateral the countries have to put down. Is the cost worth the benefit, short-term benefits that these countries get? For instance, with Sri Lanka, getting a pot and then having to cough up the pot or with Kenya getting railways that, you know, definitely might improve people's life, people's, you know, transportation every day. Um, that is if they get it all right with that being what the people actually need. It will provide some benefits. But in the end, you know, I, I know Kenya, there were issues with civil servants not getting paid because the government was saying that it's either we pay this loan or we pay workers their money and they didn't have the money. So then they didn't pay workers and they used that money to pay the loans. Are those benefits worth the the challenges that come up when they are struggling to pay the money? So that's the thing, right? Ideally, if you can have some level of prudence and be able to think into the future and probably, I don't know if they do some analysis to find out whether they are actually able to pay back these loans, right? I, I should believe some form of analysis financial analysis should be done to ascertain your capacity to pay back whether you, you would have enough revenue to pay back i don't know if that is done exactly yeah right that's what finance ministers are there for it's supposed to be the ways to do all the analysis but can we really trust that the math is correct so that that's i guess they, they just present something so that they can get a loan right and i think that from what i read as well china probably would be able to tell whether they can pay or not that means that if they are not they're able to tell that these countries cannot pay and still give it to them then their emphasis is not actually on getting higher interest on their loans their emphasis will probably be on the collateral that was placed yes. for the loan right and so yes benefits if a country would not have, and that is the, has been the case for most of the countries, would not have the capacity to pay for the loans, then the, the benefits cannot outweigh the cost in any way. I, I don't see yeah. that happening, right? For yeah. that short term, one year, two year that they have the, the loans, everything may be smooth sailing, seamless. I mean, yeah, the citizens don't even know what's happening, right? And then once they have to cough up the the repayments, you know, those are the second order consequences which are there. You can't win a war if you don't know that you're fighting. That's what it is. <laughs> China is in the right position to only convince a few people to sign up these, you know, mega 
infrastructures knowing that they are going to get it in the end. What can we do to prevent this? Is there a way to prevent this? You know, when it comes to this form of accountability, yes, the public has to know. And so yeah. if there's a way to circumvent it, then we really have to look at our laws very well or the power yeah. that those leaders wield to the degree to which the, the people in the country have no idea of the deals that yeah. the government enters into. And so we probably have to look at that aspect, the, the law that has to do with that there shouldn't be that confidentiality in the first place. Yeah. So we probably have to look at that. And then, of course, I mean, the leadership doing that in the first place, that, that is wrong. Really, we can talk about this all day, but... <laughs> Yeah, we, we can. You're right. And, uh, you know, I've seen content online about, you know, people really think that China, some people think that China giving out these loans, it's a great thing because it helps these countries provide infrastructure that they didn't have. And then also all of these are different countries. So even when we start to examine laws, we should know that they are different countries with different constitutions. Some countries have, you know, rights, access to information bills. It might be a bit late now if you're getting in bed with China for these loans because we've seen how the outcomes of other countries that have done it already. It's very hard to pinpoint how to solve this problem besides having elected leaders use common sense. And I bet you some of them probably think that these agreements are good, right? And they probably, like you said, have numbers to back it up that they can repay the loan. And leaders have made calls that are good and bad. And some of these good calls, of course, came with some of these bad calls, of course, came with good intentions, right? But that doesn't always make them right. It is a very difficult thing to navigate, honestly. And I, for one, when I think about this, I still don't have any general solution to this problem besides just saying that leaders should, you know, just try and negotiate better deals and get better <laughs> or or just stay away from the loans. Yeah, that's that's you know, just once and for that's all. just it. But if they are ending up with China to provide the loans, it's probably because they don't qualify for other means of getting the money, or they just don't can't raise the money internally themselves. An easier source of fund for for them. Yeah, yeah. No conditions are tied to it, like you know the the West to tie humanitarian environmental conditions to it that would have to be met before they they release those funds yeah it's like which is all like a lot of the, like the world bank has a lot of those yes. conditions attached to its loans right yes so quick source of fund and i think i'm thinking the same thing is just the leadership you know we some people would begin to criticize china for trying to prey on these poor countries i mean of course in poverty lies desperation, but, but there's there's also common sense, as you said, right? So yeah. while we may be desperate to obtain these funds for developmental projects, we should also sustain the intelligence to vet them very well and think about the long term. Think about second order, third order consequences, and uh, that falls on the shoulders of the leaders. If the leaders don't do it, the people will just suffer the repercussions and it will continue. All right. So as always, 
thanks for spending your time listening to us. Send me any feedbacks if you agree or disagree with us by using the form wherever you are listening. Or reach out on Instagram at Aquabaden. Have a great week.